This is Lifelines, a daily shot of practical wisdom. Every day for 40 days. Hints and hunches on the trail of a good life. In an experiment reported in the journal Science, researchers at the University of Virginia invited 40 people to sit alone in an empty room for 20 minutes. They were shown a button which, if pressed, would give them an electrical shock. Everyone gave it a practice press and received a practice shock. Ouch. Everyone vowed they'd pay money to avoid receiving that shock again. Then they were asked to sit still with their own thoughts and not fall asleep. At the end of the study, most people reported how difficult it was, even unpleasant. Just sitting there doing nothing. Two-thirds of the men and a quarter of the women found their own company so troubling that they chose the electric shock. We all want stimulation. We're said to live in an age of distraction. Perhaps it's because we like it that way. We're unsure of what we might find if we stopped to look if we turned inward instead of always turning outward. Perhaps we confuse being alone with being lonely. We might be mistaken. An intentional solitude can be like a wakeful sleep. Just as sleep helps the mind to process and organize the chaos of thought so that sometimes we wake up with a clarity we couldn't find before. So sitting alone in quiet, determining to resist the distractions can be regenerative. When we choose a period of solitude, there is nothing to fear. At the kitchen table, with the radio turned off, in the bedroom when everyone else has left, smartphone out of reach, or even a short lunchtime walk from the office in a busy town, turning through the doors of that building you rarely look twice at. The writer Michael Palin recalled a time when he was being cross-questioned in a court case in London. During a lunch break, he said, in which I was not permitted to talk to anyone, I desperately wanted somewhere to sit quietly and get myself together. And yet there was nowhere where the price of a seat didn't involve eating, drinking or some commercial transaction. Then out of the blue, at the very heart of Fleet Street, I discovered the Church of St Dunstan in the West. I was never so grateful for a place of repose, an oasis of peace and quiet in the midst of the mayhem. In the furious activity of a world where the volume is turned up, houses of worship may be just the place to sit quietly and alone, to hear the silence speak. Lifelines is also a book. Find it at lifelines-book.com. This podcast is giving thanks to Amaka Okafor and Rupert Smith, to Rick Lee and Luke Leefield, to Malcolm Doney and Avis Venning, to Rachel Blackamore and Emma Winterley, and to you for tuning in.